<clears throat> All right, technically we're live, but I'm going to uh, hold on here for a second. You know, first thing I'm going to do, I'm going to thank our partners, which would be Wind Creek Event Center, Michael Bernadin with Remax Realty, WXPN, Molly's Irish Grill and Sports Pub, and now Banco Beverage. So welcome, Banco, onto the show. This is the Lehigh Valley with Love podcast. And we decided to go live here, but we're, this is going to be something that you're listening to at home as well. We're talking about the upcoming Nashville meets Bethlehem, all local Nashville, Nashville style songwriter night at Steel Stacks. And I'm here with the two guys responsible for it, Gerard Longo of the Underground Music Collective and Phil Reese with Next Favorite Band. So... Hello, welcome guys to a uh, Monday at one o'clock. And we're like, hey, let's do this live. Hello, yeah. George. This is like the good old days, George. Right. We used to do live StreamYard stuff all the time, you and me. Well, people would be sitting at home, you know, during COVID and just really bored out of their minds. And now people are working again. So <laughs> Quote, it's fun to be doing this on a, on a Monday. So yeah, it's great. Now, um, Gerard, talking about Nashville. Phil is in Bethlehem. I'm in Bethlehem. Um, you are not yet. Where are you currently, and, and when are you coming back? Because this is on Friday. You it go is home. on Friday, so I'm going to teleport. Yeah, so I uh, I'm in Nashville currently. I'm actually driving up tomorrow, so I'm I'm taking okay. a long trek, uh, and I will be in Bethlehem for Nashville meets Bethlehem because I'm bringing the Nashville, so I got to be there. Uh, but yeah, so driving up, really excited to just get back tapped in with the community again, and we've got a great event uh, coming up on Friday at Seal Stack, so really excited about it. And Phil, who are you most? No, I don't want to do that. Who are you? I was gonna say who are you most looking forward to seeing, but that's not fair. I'll um, say Gerard just to play it safe. Okay, yeah. There we go. There we go. Well, like, what about this, Phil? You're a big concert goer. You've been going to a ton of them. What about this event? I guess in general, are you looking forward to? Yeah. The most? Uh, like, I think it's the style. So this was Gerard's idea, um, where Nashville has this um, songwriters in the round style. Um, and what it is is basically four or five, uh, you know, singer songwriters will be on stage together um, right. and they may or may not know each other, but they will take a turn one at a time, tell a story and then share the music that came out of that story. And then the next person goes, the next person goes, the next person goes, then it starts back at the beginning. Um, so Gerard wanted to bring that to Bethlehem and uh, we've struck up a friendship because of our similar backgrounds. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, we each kind of were handpicking who we thought would be really good for this type of an evening. Um, and and uh, and so that's what I think is the most exciting about this is it's a way to see a style that isn't necessarily as prevalent here, uh, you know, in Bethlehem or even on the East Coast. And then also uh, these musicians that you may or may not know, if you do know them, it's going to be in a totally different way. Right. Yeah. Talk about that Nashville, the Nashville style, Gerard. So yeah. what do can people expect? You know, what, this is something um, that goes on is, you know, like you talked about the style of it. So give us kind of a, a background or an overview of what people can expect when they're at it. Did I lose them? Yeah. So Phil did a great oh, job illustrating what this is. So basically you're getting songs and stories, uh, acoustic, acoustic style from, uh, am I not here? Hold on. No, you're, you're oh. here. You're good. Roll rock and roll. Am I back? Am I back? Oh boy. All right. So uh, basically Phil did a great job uh, illustrating what this is. So you're getting acoustic versions of, uh, versions of these. 
Good. Go. Okay. So basically, Phil did a great job illustrating this. Um, you know, it's acoustic versions of songs and stories from these different songwriters. And we've got so many different genres recovering here, which is really exciting about this lineup. But it's a chance for them to connect. It's a chance for them to collaborate, perhaps even on stage with each other. It's a chance for them as well to connect with different audiences. When we curated this lineup, it was a matter of how do we get you know, different people in the mix. So different artists become aware of different artists, different audiences become aware of these artists as well. So that rising tide raises all boats. And so right. we've got such a strong offering here just across the board. And it's, it's pretty diverse. We didn't pull too much from any one segment of the scene. We've even got a couple Philly based artists. We've even got Bronte fall who's based in Nashville, but went to Lehigh university. So there's an extra Nashville connection there. there you go. And I, I also have to just give arts quest a ton of credit from the beginning. Sure. Um, yeah. I first, We're, think, we're gonna we're gonna let Gerard just marinate there for a second. <laughs> what he but was Phil, gonna say talk, there was, yeah, that yeah. Uh, they were super supportive of the idea from the very beginning, um, and uh, you know, and really just kind of jumped on it right away when he pitched it to them and said, you know, this is something that we're thinking of doing. Are you into it? And and they were not only excited for the the ability to obviously have it on on their stages there, but also they've been very supportive through all of the promotion as well. Bumby's back. <laughs> Maybe not. The the internet in Tennessee is still lacking. That's the one thing on the East Coast we have. Are, are we back? The upper hand in. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I believe so. Yeah. Uh, you, well, I think supposedly you have a I'm on Google Fiber. We're, we're so I don't know what's going on. <laughs> okay. Okay. Where, where do we? I just off? messed with you. Um. Well, we left <laughs> off like in, in terms of events like this happening. I mean. I kind of separate things into pre and post COVID because we're kind of like getting all our stuff, our ducks back in a row. Is it, yeah. is it something where we're going to be seeing more of these types of events? Is this what's in, in fashion now? Uh, I certainly think so. I certainly hope so. I mean, when we first, you know, there have already been rumblings of this being something repeatable, you know, not just sure. up there in Bethlehem, but taking this to other cities as well, you know? So Certainly, I think people are craving that live music experience again after not really getting to enjoy it for a couple of years, at least not in as full of force as they would. Right. Uh, so we're definitely looking to make this a repeat thing, not only there at Steel Stacks and Bethlehem, if they'll have us, but, you know, I've got my eye on some other markets as well. And to really start building community between these markets as well, between artists, between audiences, what I know Phil and I have always kind of shared is this idea of making sure good music is heard by more ears you know sure and yeah. we're both very much focused not only on doing that locally but how do we build those pipelines outward and so that's why this was a perfect partnership and you know again no better place to come back and do it than home underground music collective of course as you may remember started as lehigh valley underground up there um mm -hmm. and so it's a it's a cool little homecoming for us and it's i mean on a personal note just really cool to see the support that five years out of town like we're we're still seeing you know when we come up there and decide to put something on so um it's really you know looking for this to be the first of many and maybe even mixing in some different types of experiences as well in addition to this so uh that's my long-winded answer to your question okay well and and to go along with that let's talk about some of the performers here well you mentioned that bronson felt i did not know this um but they went to lehigh but from nashville 
can you talk about some of these bands? We can even go in order. We're looking at this um, graphic here. Phil, I'm going to let you take the couple of first ones on the left there. Talk sure, about yeah. some of these performers. Yeah, so uh, th this is, a uh, like like Gerard had said before, a, a nice eclectic mix of, of genre. So Beautiful Distortion, local band, uh, very much in that kind of like rock metal area. Um, mm -hmm. And then Billy Bauer, who does more of like your Dave Matthews style type music uh, and, and right. does that tribute show. But his uh, kind of his originals, uh, this night will be all originals. That's all. That's what the whole point oh, okay. of this is, right. is it's all going to be their Their songwriting uh, is on display in, in, in a way. Sure. Um, so but his style is still in that kind of Dave Matthews. Uh, and then Bobby Siegfried, who plays with Billy often, his style is more R&B soul with keyboards, you know, so like it's, it's right there. You've got three different ones. Uh, and then, um, and then Bronte fall, we mentioned, uh, it, it went to here, uh, for college and then now is based in Nashville for their music career. Sure. Mm -hmm. And then Car you want to go with Carly Camille, who, you know, I'm friends with her now. She's a amazing yeah. um, musician. I don't know if you watch her Instagram. She does the wedding, like the, yeah, yeah, the, the wedding the music. Processional professional. Oh my God. It's just, it's the it's most so fun. great. That's like one of the accounts. I'm like, I want to see what style of music because she can do anything. But yeah, go ahead, Gerard. Can we talk about Carly and the other? Yeah, performers? yeah, sure. So I actually, you know, I've had the chance to see Slingshot Dakota, of course, Carly being the singer and keyboardist of Slingshot Dakota in my time up there. And they always brought just this raw indie rock, indie pop energy to the stage. And I'm really excited to see how that translates to this format. I think all, all of these acts like, you know, have something unique that's going to translate in this format that you might not necessarily get during a full band show. You get to know the songs better and how they're structured. Right. And so mm -hmm. Chelsea Mitchell of dirty dollhouse, of course, um, Philly based artist of folky Americana type of sound. And really like, again, like the diversity in this lineup, you go from indie pop, indie rock, you know, with Carly and slingshot Dakota to what Chelsea does with dirty dollhouse and then rock and roll with Roy and the secret people. Uh, Mike Roy, of course, has been the front man of that band up there in the Lehigh Valley for a very long time and high powered rock energy, but also they bring it acoustically as well. And then Tioga, uh, Greg Adams from Tioga is going to be joining us as well. And he on WFMZ, when he was on FMZ the other day, described their music as the killers if they're at a David Bowie karaoke bar. And he did a fantastic <laughs> job translating uh, the, the songs acoustically. So you've you've got eight good reasons to come out in addition to getting to hang out with us so yeah <laughs> and how does it work then for one two we have eight performers are they going to go like one and after the other or they go back and forth how is the night going to kind of progress the uh the, the the set will be put into two groups so you saw there those two groups of four um that second group that we talked about is going to be the first group that goes on at 8 p.m they'll each play four songs a piece one at a time then there'll be like a little brief intermission and then the other four people will go up and play four songs each. Yeah. And I have to say, I didn't even do this on purpose, but all of the B artists are on the second round. I didn't even do that on purpose. It just kind of <laughs> happened. But yeah, I didn't even notice it on the graphic until you said that, Phil. Like, B what, in yeah. initial, not in talent. Yeah. <laughs> so, Billy Bauer, Bobby Siegfried, Bronte Hall, and Beautiful Distortion. Because what I think is like, there might be a music festival where you'll see all these performers maybe in an evening or if you're walking through, but probably not in this type of setting. Exactly. Or, you know, um, or maybe in a different venue, but they wouldn't all be there at the same time. So that's where I kind of find really the uniqueness of the event is that, you know, if you were just going to see Carly Commando like this, 
-hmm. that would be awesome. But then there's seven other uh, performers who are going to be joining us. So it seems like a packed night. You guys are going to be there for a while. (laughs) Yeah. And and one other unique aspect of an evening like this is often the other musicians who are not performing that particular moment join in because they're just so moved by the song or they may know it and they just want to join in. So those are some of the most special moments is when somebody just feels the vibe and just joins in with that other songwriter. And, and to kind of go back on, we talked about this, but the, the fact with the Nashville style of performer talks about the song, really depending on their expression, they can like really deep dive into it or, or what have you, but it, it does kind of present a different, way to i guess experience some of these artists do you think so absolutely mm-hmm. yeah you get to know them on a more personal level in this type of setting you know whereas like a full stage show with this full band like there might feel like there's a little bit of distance between you and the artist everyone's in the same room and it's it's really creating in the blast furnace room a true listening room type of environment you know and so yeah it's definitely you get to know the songs you get to know the stories and you get to be just up close and personal with these artists and i'm sure everyone's going to be happy to talk you know either before or after their sets you know everyone's going to have merch over at the table so plenty of opportunities to get to know the people and make those connections which i think is important for everybody in the room you know as they look to kind of grow together and support each other and that kind of thing yes the one time i was in nashville i attended one of these and it was i forget his name i'm sorry but the guy who wrote the song changed the world for eric clapton Mm-hmm. Mm. he performed i mean i didn't you know i knew the song but i didn't know the history and, and all that uh but he like showed us and explained to us how he wrote it and then told the whole story of eric clapton getting in and or, or babyface or whomever uh but it, that was just really interesting you know it's something that even to this day sticks with me just sure. because it was a, it was an interesting way to experience that yeah that's super cool um, yeah yeah and you'll see that all the time down here in Nashville, where right. it's like you'll have a writer's round full of people who have written number ones for other artists you know mm-hmm. you go to a place like the listening room or bluebird cafe you sure. never know what you're going to hear and so this this takes that concept brings it to our original hometown and perhaps builds that pipeline back to nashville you know we're able to sure. do things here we're able to do things up there all over the country and it's going to create this larger ecosystem of people being able to share their songs, share their stories, grow their followings together. So that's really at the end of the day, what we're going for. Speaking of followings, let's talk about yours, Uh, Phil. So how is, how is your next favorite band podcast rolling? I'm sure that you're promoting this event as well on there. Sure. Yeah. And, and actually tomorrow night, Tuesday night, the 14th, um, we're going to have highlights of Gerard did. And I did interviews with all eight of the performers. So our episode, tomorrow night will be highlights like this, you know, eight, 10 minutes from each one. Um, But yeah, every Tuesday night, uh, your next favorite band does a live stream. So that's uh, YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, Twitter. Um, And then uh, we take the audio and release that as a podcast episode. So you can consume the content however you'd like. We're up to uh, 83 episodes, actually. So um, yeah, isn't that crazy? Jesus. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, so yeah, every week we do uh, we feature a different artist or a musician um, and uh, and just simply tell their story and share their music. And, you know, it's uh, I've said it before, but uh, very much owe it to you, George. You 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 allowed that to kind of germinate under your banner. It's I always said, like, and I mean this, like the Leah Valley needs its own music podcast. And mm-hmm. I'm not the guy to do that, but like it needs it. It needed it. And that's great. I'm glad you guys are doing that. Yeah. Uh, before Gerard, before you talk about uh your stuff, the Underground Music Collective, um 
don't the artists, don't they appreciate this? I would just imagine if I was an art, like, you know, I'm used to playing songs where I kind of have to bash through them and people may not want to listen to me in between the songs. You know, this is a time where it's like, no, the, it's 50 50. Like half of this is learning about the song. Do, have yeah. you gotten that back from the artist at all? Yeah, certainly. You know, and that's definitely a part of what's built in here, you know, is it's a chance to really be heard and listened to, you know, it's hard to, you know, have that captive audience, the same type of captive audience when you're playing at a bar or you're playing, you know, somewhere right. where music's not the main focus. The music here is the main focus, you know, what we're building through this event, through this concept and bringing it to other markets outside of Nashville is it's an opportunity to be heard. It's an opportunity to potentially generate multiple revenue streams, you know, thinking like a business, you know, both through a share of ticket sales and merch. Uh, it's a, it's an opportunity to build your audience. It's an opportunity to interface with prominent organizations in this industry, you know, our organizations between Phil and I arts quest, of course, you know, mm -hmm. it's, it's a chance to really get on the radar, the media opportunities. Of course, we're talking about it with you, George, you know, sure. we, Greg from Tioga was on WFMZ the other day. Like it's a chance to really, like give artists the opportunity to stand out in an ecosystem in an environment that doesn't necessarily always allow for that in an industry yeah. that doesn't allow for that. It's putting the spotlight right where it should be. And so, yeah, I mean, the artists I know are all really excited about this. Uh, they've been promoting, sharing, doing everything they can. I think it's going to be a special night. So let's get some of that information. I should bring it back on screen then, shouldn't I? It is this, whoops, that's everybody. Wait, wait, there we go. Um, it's Friday. So the reason we're, we're like, let's go live is because this is Friday. It's November 17th. Go to steelstacks.org. In fact, I'm just going to drop all this in the chat. But if you go to steelstacks.org, you'll be able to find this event. Um, and there will be walk-up tickets. But, mm -hmm. you know, buying in advance just makes more sense, just in mm -hmm. case. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, what else, I mean, what else can you guys say? I mean, this is clearly your inaugural type event like this. It's got to be pretty exciting. No what are you guys looking forward to the most, I guess, overall? Phil, you want to start? I'll sure. Yeah, I, I think what I'm looking forward to is this is going to be a, a, a music discovery evening, a, a music lover's evening. And like you said, George, too, even a musician's evening. Like, uh, it, it's definitely yeah. something where you could just go in and, and not know anything about anybody and just have a nice night of, of music. But if you really like the 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 music nerd aspect of things whether it's the the inspiration of a story or maybe they're going to talk about the the particular chord that they came across or a progression or something like that you're going to get some really cool tidbits of stuff and so for someone like myself i'm going to totally just uh you know uh, you know announce the, the the evening starting and then sit down and, and become one of the most uh transfixed audience like members in the room that's a good point. I didn't even think about that. Like if you're a musician to go to watch this to get inspiration as well. I mean yeah. that's something to be yep. said. Yeah. Yeah. And I echo what Phil said, and I'm going to add the community aspect as well. You know, like mm -hmm. I said, we were Lehigh Valley Underground, you know, mm -hmm. um, before we moved to Nashville. And so it does feel like a homecoming. And just to see how the entire community has rallied around this concept, you know, to the, to the level that it has so far. And we're just now getting into show week. Like it's amazing to see, you know, and it's, it tells us, you know, as the organizers that this is something that was definitely needed. It's something that is innovative for the region. It's something that's exciting people. And so to see that community come together, rally around this concept 
again, I think it's going to be a really special night. And George, to your point, yeah, tickets might be available when you walk up, but definitely get them in advance. Yeah, yeah. Tell you that because mm-hmm. you know people are. This is a hot ticket in town right now, and it's really it's really cool to see people rallying around local original artists. It's 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 a dream come true. I agree. So. I knew I said we we're going to do this for 10 minutes as we're 20 minutes in. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm really looking forward to this. You know, all these uh, bands, you know, I've, I've seen, I just haven't seen them all together in one space. Mm-hmm. And then to learn about their music, you know, listen, Spotify is great and, and technology is wonderful, but there's something to be said for, for sitting in the room next to the person who's creating this stuff. Absolutely. Uh, you can't get that <laughs> unless you're there. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, thank you guys, Gerard. Have a safe trip up uh, from Nashville uh, and I wish you guys the best. I'm looking forward to it and good luck to all these bands as well. We're, we're, hopefully this is the first of many. Mm-hmm. That's the yes. plan. Yeah. Thank you so much. Okay. For- Absolutely. So Nashville meets Bethlehem at steel stacks in Bethlehem this Friday, November 17th, 8 PM. Get your tickets at steelstacks.org. Uh, Phil and Gerard. Thank you guys very much. Thanks for having us. See ya.